recommending morning. It's just too beautiful not to come outside for a few minutes and uh, share a really powerful story with you that I just heard. It's about um, Andrew Murray, the great pastor revivalist. And he was in, I can't remember if it was South Africa or Africa in general. Um, but he left his church there to go to England for a little while to um, do some work. And when he came back to his church in Africa, they were having just this outpouring of the spirit of the Lord. And he immediately dismissed it as nothing but emotionalism. It was a Saturday night, commanded all of them to go home. They all left. And when he leaves the church and walks into the front yard, his dad is there weeping in the front grounds of the church. And he looks at his son and he said, how dare you stop? the revival that I have prayed 30 years for God to do. History says that Andrew Murray was so distraught over what he had done and what his father said that he would not go back in the pulpit. I don't know if it was four weeks, six weeks. He sat in the back pews of the church and he, um, school bus is coming he sat in the back of the church, wouldn't go forward until eventually the, the elders of the church had had enough, physically took him from the back pew and put him back in the pulpit, which ended up leading a revival in Africa where over five million people were saved. Friends, I know that um, often we want God to move inside of a certain structure in a certain way. But that is a really dangerous thing to do when we try to put the creator of the universe inside a box of our own denominational design, um, our, our own paradigm of the things that we've experienced or encountered. You just can't do that with the Lord. And I do know that there is responsibility in testing spirits and judging things. I know that. But I also know that it is far easier to dismiss things that can make us uncomfortable because we're encountering a holy God. And so my word to us in this season is be careful what we dismiss. Be careful what we quench because it doesn't look the way we think it should look or it doesn't operate within our, our denominational confines because we could end up missing and quenching the spirit of the Lord. What a shame if we were so addicted to our program that there was no room for the spirit of God to move in our churches on a Sunday morning. You know, I was thinking in the car today on the way back from Bible study, I was thinking how, isn't it interesting how so many denominations are seeing this splitting, this severing. And I wonder if it's because God is really trying to undo our denominational paradigm and, and, and forcing us to realize 
that the only thing we should be identifying with is the fact that we are children of a living God. I know that there is a foundational doctrine that we all need, but I also know that we can make gods of our denomination, and that is a very dangerous place to live. If God is not moving in your denomination, then maybe it's time to get out of your denomination. I don't care if you've always been that your whole life. If God is not there, you do not want to stay. If God does not have the freedom to move, if the Holy Spirit does not have the freedom to disrupt if needed, because some of us need a disruption in our life, then it may be time to find a new church, a new denomination. So I don't know, I was just greatly moved by that Andrew Murray story today. I was convicted by it. Um, I'm repentant because I do not want to miss what God is doing. I do not want to miss it. I, I love that, that moment in the Chronicles of Narnia where Susan's asking Mr. and Mrs. Beaver about Aslan, like, should she be afraid of him? And, and Mr. Beaver says, oh, Aslan is not safe, but he is good. I don't think we need a safe Holy Spirit but we do have a good one. And I don't want to miss where he's moving.